0: And this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. To all the Canadian listeners out there, happy Canada Day. I know uh, Canada Day hits a little different this year based on uh, current events, but I hope you are at least uh, taking some time to Enjoy the uh, the day off and uh, spend some time with family, maybe crack a beverage or two. Uh, we're hoping to go next door to um, swim in a neighbor's pool because we are now allowed to gather outdoors, which is nice. Uh, before we get into today's episode, let me remind you that you can subscribe wherever you get podcasts. We will continue to be five days a week uh, for the most part through the month of July, so uh, by subscribing, you will never miss an episode. Uh, you can download, listen, and enjoy at your leisure. If you can also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. Uh, to follow along on Twitter, you can do so at LOBostonBruins. On Instagram, we're locked on Bruins, And you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. I apologize for any background noise that you might hear. Uh, obviously, it's summertime. Kids are around. They're playing a couple playing Fortnite at the moment and uh, excited to hit the pool as well uh, later this afternoon. A couple uh, Bruins news and notes to begin the podcast. First of all, uh, yesterday the Bruins announced a new affiliation with the uh, Maine Mariners who will become the ECHL affiliate of the NHL club? They had been affiliated with the New York Rangers uh, since they joined the ECHL in 2018. The affiliation, of course, completes the um, trifecta of Portland Boston affiliations, with the Sea Dogs and the Celtics having existing agreements with the Red Sox and Boston Celtics, respectively. Boston, of course, is a uh, very short drive from from Portland, and the Bruins fan base makes up the majority of the NHL rooting interest in the state of Maine. I think I've said it before on the podcast, but I spent four summers working in Maine on Lake Sebago, and uh, greatly enjoyed going to Portland Sea Dogs games, uh, going down to Boston for Red Sox games, and uh, Portland's a, a pretty fun city and uh, Mariners. President Danny Briere said, We are extremely excited to be part of the Bruins' development ladder in solidifying the Boston-Portland connection with all three of Maine's professional sports franchises. Mariners fans should be ecstatic to watch players from the Bruins' organization playing in Maine. Now, the Mariners will be affiliated with the Providence Bruins at the AHL level. Uh, Providence represents the original Maine Mariners' AHL franchise the AHL's Mariners were Boston's affiliate from 87 until 92 when the franchise was relocated to Rhode Island the Bruins according to Don Sweeney are excited to establish an affiliation agreement with the Maine Mariners the Bruins and Maine Mariners have long player development history as well as a passionate fan base in Portland and throughout the state of Maine We're looking forward to building a strong working relationship with Comcast spectator Daniel Breer and the coaching staff of the Mariners. Breer, of course, is a former NHLer who is uh, running the day-to-day operations for the main Mariners these days. In other Bruins news, it looks as though they may be in line to uh, find a new assistant coach. Uh, Bruins assistant Joe Sacco Was in line to get the Seattle Kraken job, but he did not get that. Of course, it went to Dave Haxtall. But now it looks like Jay Pandolfo is set to join Boston University coaching staff as an associate head coach. This, according to uh, Jeff Cox and Kirk Ludicki of the New England Hockey Journal. Pandolfo has been with the Bruins since 2014. Uh, He began as a player development coach before transitioning to the role of director of player development for one season, and then he moved to the coaching staff back in 2016-17. He's mostly worked with the team's forwards and recently added more power play duties to his plate, uh, working with Cassidy on that front, uh, and the Bruins' power play finished 10th in the NHL with a 21.9% success rate uh, this past season. Once that is made official, the question would be who takes over his spot behind the Bruins bench. A logical decision would be to promote uh, Providence Bruins head coach Jay Leach to the NHL staff. He's been a great bench boss for Providence with a 121-71-22 record over the last three seasons. The Bruins, however, might think he's best positioned to continue working with the AHL club, and perhaps they could um, give Chris Kelly uh, a shot at the job as well. He served as an assistant coach uh, on Mark Crawford's staff during his 18-game run as Ottawa's interim coach in 2019. He's currently serving as the player development coordinator uh, for the Boston Bruins, uh, of course the 2011 Stanley Cup champion Chris Kelly. So a bit of shuffling there when it comes to uh, the Bruins coaching staff and we will certainly keep you posted on any um, yeah official news there and any promotions and now it's to buy the Bruins as a result. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online, as well as the NHL, NBA playoffs, uh, and UFC MMA action. You don't have to sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game As teams prep for their next games, you can head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up for a free account today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. They also have a bunch of news over there, other sign-up bonuses, contest information, uh, just the best and fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Again, use promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline, Your online sportsbook experts. On Wednesday, uh, Trent Frederick met with the media via Zoom uh, to discuss his new two-year uh, contract that carries an average annual value of. million dollars after the signing i mentioned that uh you know the fact that they made a pretty big deal of the signing would suggest that they are going to be protecting him from the seattle expansion draft he's a 23 year old uh, winger center uh, who had a pretty strong start to his first full season with the bruins uh, but he struggled to regain his spot in the lineup after an illness sidelined him in April. Now if you recall, uh Frederick was hit with the COVID-19 virus uh last year. Uh and the illness that hit him in the second half of the season, not related to COVID-19. He said he had a fever, it was lower hundreds for a couple days. Don't really know exactly what it was, but it wasn't COVID. It was actually worse than when he had COVID last year, he said to be honest. But some people had COVID worse than others. When he tried to come back from the illness, he said um, it wasn't as didn't go as well as it should have, and he hit a wall. Uh, despite the bumpy finish to the 2021 season, which included sitting out as a healthy scratch for all 11 playoff games. He's choosing to look back fondly on the opportunity he was provided. He said, I think it was a good year. I think I came out hot. I'm sure there's points where I wasn't as good of a player as I wanted to be. And there's times where I played well. I thought overall it was a good season. It was a bummer. We came up short, but overall it was a good season. He entered 2021 with just 17 games of NHL experience Uh, but he found himself on the opening night roster against New Jersey after an injury to Craig Smith, opened up a spot in the lineup. He became uh, a fan favorite pretty quickly by mixing it up with Devils defenseman uh, P.K. Subban. He also had a couple scraps with Tom Wilson over the season, and he, like I said, really endeared himself to the Boston fan base and his teammates, Uh, helping solidify a spot in the lineup for the majority of the season prior to uh, coming down with that illness. He said, for sure, getting my feet wet. It was just the beginning of my hockey career, and I think I have a lot more to offer. Obviously disappointed that we didn't make it and that we're not playing right now. Wanted to help out as well, but everything happens for a reason, and sometimes it's out of your control. You just have to keep working hard and work for the next day. Uh, again, he was a first round pick in uh, what was it, 2016, and he appeared in just six games without registering a point after April 6th, finishing with four goals and five points and 65 penalty minutes in 42 games. Three of those goals were game winners, I should add. Uh, he believes that to become a more complete player, he will need to work on getting quicker, both with his hands and his feet over the summer. He said what I need to work on is probably just my skating, more confidence with the puck, making that right play with confidence, just off transitions and standing still. That's something I think I could work on, something that I could improve on as a bigger person with bigger feet. That's something I really need to make a point of emphasis to do. Uh, He said he's lucky enough to have a little something in his basement that he can use for stick handling and shooting. Uh, So he's obviously going to keep working at that. Everybody needs to work on their hands, and I'm going to try to do that as much as I can. He's not quite sure what head coach Bruce Cassidy and staff have planned for him coming up in the fall, though his focus will remain on reclaiming a permanent place in the Bruins lineup moving forward. He said, I have to come in next year and prove my worth, just getting in the lineup, and then just like any year, you know, lines get shuffled, Uh, but we'll just have to see where he fits. He doesn't know exactly where, but he's striving towards being an every-night player, and he has a lot of work to do to become that, he admitted. Now again, in terms of where Frederick will fit into the lineup next season, I think it's pretty much all but certain that Sean Corrales will not be back with the team, and that would give Frederick a spot on the left side of the fourth line with Carlos Lazar and maybe Chris Wagner or another replacement player on the fourth line. Now, I've said many times the Bruins are pretty deep on the left side, especially if they re-sign Taylor Hall. You have Brad Marchand on the top line, ideally Hall on the second line, uh, Richie and or DeBrusque on the third line, and then Frederick on the left side. Now, there's a chance that Richie could be picked in the expansion draft, there's a chance that Jake DeBrusk will be traded, so that will clear some things up, and we will really have to see what uh, Seattle does in the expansion draft. If they take a, a Connor Clifton, a Jacob's Borel, a Jeremy Lozon, then that uh, you know gives the Bruins some depth up front to work with to potentially you know move and get some depth back on defense. Uh, if Seattle takes a forward, then. You know, um, perhaps that would open up a spot for them to keep Jake debrusk say they take Nick Ritchie, then you could have a left side of Marchand Hall, Debrusque and Frederick, which wouldn't be uh, which wouldn't be that bad either. So a lot depends on the Seattle expansion draft, but it does look like the Bruins will be protecting Frederick so he'll be on the list with the four no move clause guys. That would be Bergeron, Marchand, Pasternak, Coyle. Uh, It's assumed Craig Smith will be the fifth um, forward. And then you have uh, DeBrusque and likely Frederick putting the likes of Nick Ritchie and Andre Kasha out to be made available. But that's just my best guess. We'll see what happens. If there's any trades before then, then that could certainly uh, affect things. But it seems like the Bruins are intent on waiting until the expansion draft in order to move ahead with their off-season plans. Speaking of off-season plans, before we get to other news and notes from around the NHL, there was a big rumor, a report flying around last night uh, from Elliot Friedman reporting the Chicago Blackhawks are working on a potential trade for Duncan Keith. Uh, he is a uh, British Columbia native And he is looking to play in either the Pacific Northwest or Western Canada. So that would mean either the Seattle Kraken, the Vancouver Canucks, uh, the Oilers, or the Flames. I doubt uh, he would go to Winnipeg. That's a bit too far east. Uh, So it looks like he will be on the move. Uh, You know, he's up there. He carries five and a bit against the cap uh, but he could still be a valuable guy for a team like the oilers Um, so that's kind of getting the dominoes falling when it comes to uh, trade talks of course the other big one is uh, jack eichel and darren dreger of tsn believes the asking price is the equivalent to four first round picks whether that comes in uh, former first rounders uh, upcoming selections. That leaves uh, my preferred package of three first round picks from the Bruins from 2015, as well as a first rounder from 2016 in exchange for Jack Eichel. Who says no? Debrusque, Sinitian, Zboral, Trent Frederick for Jack Eichel. Yeah, that's probably not, uh, not going to get it done, but. That's the equivalent of uh, four first-round picks when it comes to uh, what the Bruins have done on draft day in recent years. Before we get to some other news and notes, let's talk about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain, auto parts store, or your local mechanic to stock all the parts you need. Why injure often pointless or seemingly intimidated questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have a computer, you have access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. They are a family-owned business, and they've been serving auto parts customers with reliably low prices and excellent selection for years, over 20 years. They have everything you could possibly need, And you can explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Elsewhere around the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Montreal Canadiens 3-1 in Game 2 of the 2021 Stanley Cup Final. They now have a 2-0 lead in the series as it shifts to Montreal. Uh, Bruins fans had some deja vu when Blake Coleman broke a 1-1 tie with a diving goal in the second period. A buzzer beater past Carey Price. That was the difference, similar to a goal he scored against the Bruins Last year, uh, Game 3 will be Friday night in Montreal. The Canadians probably deserved a better fate in that one. They outplayed the Lightning, but made a couple mistakes, and it ended up costing them the game. Of course, the Lightning, uh, just incredibly tough to beat, and the better team on paper, and it's translating onto the ice as well. Another big story from yesterday was Blackhawks captain Jonathan Taves revealing he was diagnosed with a chronic immune response syndrome. The condition sidelined him for the entire 2020-21 season. He indicated he's feeling much better now and intends to rejoin his teammates next season. Our old friend Mark Lazarus of The Athletic had a big interview with him. Uh, He was asked about the Blackhawks' sexual assault scandal. Not great, Answers. He said it wasn't fair for a former player to have said that everybody knew about it. Uh, He said he didn't hear about it until closer to the beginning of next season, the next season after they had won the cup. Uh, But still, it was something that was out there. And, uh, you know, everybody on the team had a responsibility to hold people in charge accountable and to do right by the players. Um, that were allegedly uh, sexually assaulted by uh, this video coach. So, yeah, still hoping for resolution there in a positive fashion and that Blackhawks management, the organization, will be held accountable. We talked about the Coyotes here on the podcast yesterday with OEL and uh, Connor Garland being potentially made available. Uh, Craig Morgan... Is reporting the Coyotes have called a news conference for today where they will announce the hiring of Ottawa 67's head coach Andre Turini as their new bench boss. Turini uh, has a very successful record in the OHL. Uh, he has coached Team Canada to wins at the World Junior Championship. Uh, and he, uh, yeah, is a great selection for them. Remains to be seen exactly who will be on the roster. But um, yeah, Turini set to become the head coach of the Arizona Coyotes. And I think that fills all the vacant spots around the NHL when it comes to head coach positions now that Arizona, uh, I mean, and also Seattle and Buffalo have settled on coaches. That's it for me for today. A bit of a shorter episode, but it is a holiday up here in Canada, like I said. So we are going to, uh, yeah, just take it easy today. Enjoy a couple of beverages. Maybe hit a pool if it doesn't rain. And I hope you all enjoy your Thursday. And uh, yeah, please do take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. we will be back tomorrow for a... Look at this week in hockey with friend of the pod, Mayor Zilberberg. If you have any questions for us, please do send those in via Twitter at LO Boston Bruins, uh, and we'll answer those for you tomorrow. All right, have a good one, friends. Take care.